So Josh McKinley is the track manager at Sale and he joins us to talk about uh, the conditions for that meeting. Good morning to you, Josh. Morning. What are the uh, conditions like uh, today? I noticed on the uh, the report there it's suggesting perhaps showers. Uh, yeah, we've got some showers coming today, probably about when we start running the first race at, at 1 o'clock. Okay, so... pushes into the afternoon as well. Okay, so you're expecting much um, rain? Uh, the forecast is saying anything between 5 and 20 mil. So okay, well, that could change things. Your guess is as good as mine on that one. Yeah, okay. Starting off at a good four uh, with your rail out four metres. Yeah, that's the go. Can I come up as a 5.04 this morning? So with today's forecast for those showers, were they predicted, you know, yesterday when you're doing your preparations for the track? Yeah, they've been forecast all week. The forecast was for quite a warm day yesterday. Uh, the wind got up a bit, which is a bit unexpected. Um, and, yeah, we've been... Uh, the, the rain has always been forecast for today. Okay, so um, are you anticipating uh, that the, the, the track could chop out a bit once it gets to a certain stage, or what um, state is the track in uh, to cope with any rain uh, that may eventually? I know you can't guess that we're going to get 20 mils, it'll make a difference, but if we got the minimum five, how would that? Uh, how would the track end up then? Uh, the track should go fairly well. Um, we've just come off a renovation, so we've had uh, seven weeks off. Um, so it's in quite a good nick at the moment. Um, so seven... Get... Yeah, sorry? Oh, with the, that renovation, did you do work uh, to the actual track surface? Yeah, definitely. Um, reseeded it and um, everything's um, the grass, the turf's come back quite well. Okay, so it'll look pristine then? Doesn't look too bad. Could look better. Always. Okay. Okay, well, we'll keep an eye on that. Maybe the rain won't hurt. No, it should take a bit of rain. Like it's, a, it's definitely um, a full war at the moment. Um, if we don't get the rain... We'll We'll be seeing an upgrade, definitely, I would imagine, to a three. Okay, excellent. Well, it's a good program there, Josh. Um, thanks. We look forward to seeing your uh, work showcased on uh, on the TV today. No worries. Thank you very much. Josh McKinley, the track manager. Good for, but there are showers forecast. It's a, it's a wide band of uh, uh, potential rain from 5 to 20 mil. It'll be interesting to see what Clayton Douglas thinks of that because he's got one of the main chances in the very last race this afternoon in Kuna Magic. He's around a $4.80 chance. Good morning, Clayton. Good morning, Dan. Um, you heard that forecast. Does that uh, make you nervous in any way, shape or form? Um, no, not really. Um, sort of, you know, 5 to 20 mil, it is a fair, fair sort of suppressive, you know, a bit of a gap. But, um, yeah, look, if they get a little bit of rain, um, it obviously will help the track um, by the sounds of that. It looks like it might be firm enough. Um, if you said it's sort of going to maybe go to a good three if they don't get it. But um, look where I am, we've had a little bit of rain, so I'm, I'm probably suggesting they might cop a little bit anyway. Well, you've got Kuna uh, Magic, a mare that... Well, she was first up at the Valley. She had uh, virtually a year off the scene. Did she have uh, a problem? Yeah, she just got a couple of chips taken out of two front joints. Um, and, yeah, they were sort of just struggling with a little bit of soundness issues. But um, she seemed to have really got over those. It's probably the brakes really helped that. And she's quite a mature man now. And um, physically, she's coping with her work really well. And 
um, re- I was really pleased with her first up run. Did she go into that race with him, specific improvement to come? Yeah, she only had the one jump out. Um, I felt like she was forward enough to run a good race. Um, uh, she was sort of she was fairly unlucky in the run. She sort of got down to the inside and um, never really got a good crack at it until late. And you'll probably see late she probably peaked on her run a touch too. So, yeah, look, I think there's nice improvement going today. And I think the month between runs just give her time to get over her first up run and she should present really well today. If the track does cut out a bit, you've drawn barrier one and, and just hypothetically the track gets to a five or a six. Is that of any concern? Because she's only ever raced on good tracks. Yeah, that's not, I don't think so. Just, um, obviously with all the work that we've done leading up, she was working on soft ground at home. Uh, I know it's a little bit different once you let them off the bridle, but she seemed to get through it pretty well. A trial with some soft ground and, um, to trial well. So, yeah, I'm not, not too concerned about the track today. Not a sail, it's a beautiful surface. It always is. It's always presented well. And, um, yeah, it's a lovely racing surface. So did uh, Jamie want to make sure that she rode this one, Jamie Carr? Uh, or does Kuna Magic need all the help she can get? <laughs> no, nah, look, Kuna's in good form. Um, nah, it's good to get Jamie back on. She knows her well. She's told her leading, leading up into a first up run. She knows the mare really well. She's a little bit quirky mare, so... Um, and she's actually a mare that's probably still learning her craft. We're still working her out as well. But um, she's a horse that's got really nice ability. Um, and, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what she can do today. So do you think she can win? Yeah, I do. Yep, I think she can win. Um, probably needs luck from barrier one. Um, I would have probably liked to have drawn out. Um, she could have had a nice flowing run somewhere. But um, look, we'll leave that up to the racing gods. But uh, the mare's in good enough order, second up. Um, a nice gap between runs that she should be should be running really well well she's in the last event today race eight number 14 currently at four dollars 60 i think she just trimmed up 20 cents while we were having a chat uh just an update on epic center uh we saw race at flemington last week uh was looking at heading towards the gold coast so how did epic center come out of that run and is the gold coast still on the menu no gold coast off the menu for him he's um pulled up quite jarry after that run um it was a bit of an uncharacteristic run for him he ran through the bridle a touch on us and probably a horse is still learning so um he's now having a break um at rosemont and we'll look to getting back in the autumn and um i think he'll come back a more furnished horse but very pleased with what the colt did in this preparation he's he had a long prep uh, he did a terrific job and he's only going to be improved for it okay terrific uh, well hopefully he does come back and good luck with the mayor later on today clayton Thank you very much, Dan. Clayton Douglas there. Kuna Magic is his only runner. It's in the last race eight horse number 14. Harry White joins us to look at that program at uh, sale today. Eight events on the card. The first event scheduled for one o'clock. And Matty Hill will be calling there today. I think you got the late call-up. So makes it a busy last few days backing up from Mooney Valley. Uh, Flemington, and then sale today. He'll be enjoying his drive up there at the moment. Harry White, good morning to you. Good morning, Dan. First race on the card, the scratchings are one, three, and six. Uh, the market is two forged at 460. Uh, number eight, Zoo West at 460. Ten, Keridwin at 225 is the favourite. It was an eye catcher first up. Yeah, I think, uh, look, I think there's some value in this race. Number seven, Taspinara resumes Gelded Sports, Winkers. 
He won a jump out two back. There's no vision of that, uh, but his latest effort in a Mornington jump out was quite solid to my eye. The horse that beat him home came out and won at Mowie earlier in the week. He himself was scratched earlier in the week in preference to this race. So um, I think you can get around $6. So that's a nice enough price. Keridwin, uh, as you mentioned, was good on debut. Had a few excuses trying to get a run. Got out late and finished off. Based on that, it's probably no surprise to see her as favourite. Zoo West has jumped out well. He was in restricted room on debut last prep, so the beaten margin there was a little bit unfair. Uh, and then Forge pushed along in a recent jump out. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Didn't beat a runner home in uh, the first preparation, but looks to have improved. 7, 10, 8 and 2. Race 1, 7, 8, 10 and 2, was it, Harry? 7, 10, 8 and 2. Sorry, my dyslexic hearing, 7, 10, 8 and 2, race number 1. Race number 2, uh, Maiden, scratch number 2, number 14, number 17 and number 18. Uh, the rider of 15 cop, that is Celine Gaudry. And the prices, the favourite is odds on mountain range, outside barrier at $1.90, Harry. And Little Vista, who's been runner-up at its last three starts, is clearly the second favourite at $4, double-figure odds, uh, well and truly for the rest of them. Yeah, and with that, Dan, I'm happy to tip one in on an each-way basis. Uh, number six, hard game. Went around at... 80-1 to one and bombed the start on debut at Geelong. To his credit, I thought he got home quite well. Worth noting the bias was against him, and he had to get off the rails and lose ground trying to find a run. Um, Broggy knew it, went for a gap, which closed. I dare say if he managed to get through that, he would have been in the first four of finishing. I think a cleaner getaway can see him and, uh, in the finish here at a bit of a price. To beat the favourite mountain range was good on debut from the back. Ran the fourth fastest last 800 metres of the meeting. So the ability to, to sustain a run like that indicates more ground should prove ideal. No surprise to see the market support, but it's pretty skinny. Little Vista, as you said, just keeps finding one better in his runs. He'll have fans on that, but I've got him running a place yet again. And then another one at a price, DeWilly, I thought was okay on debut. Should appreciate the extra trip and should be in your wider exotics. 6981. Six nine eight one and hard game currently sixteen dollars fixed odds with tab race number three, and this race is clear of changes. Uh, Vin Largo's just odds on first up at a dollar ninety five. Also drawn out wide, five dollars about number eleven precious socks and the next best Harry Barney's Blaze third pick at this stage seven fifty as far as the tab market is concerned. Yeah, I'll keep chasing that value, Dan. Um, number five, Carry On Campings jumped out well leading into this. Happy to have him on top at an appealing price. He maps to go forward, should get every chance. Vin Largo obviously has that prior race day form that, look, realistically, it jumps off the page for a race like this. So his deserved favourite, just short enough in betting for mine. Precious Socks, slow to begin last start, made an early run, took the lead on the turn and tired late, but still held third. So I think there was merit in that performance and put a line through the last start of Enough Roses. She nearly fell at the start of the race, then pulled up with a slow recovery. First up run prior to that was rock solid. 5, 7, 11, 9. 5, 7, 11, 9. Carry on camping at $11, and that's two uh, horses from the John McArdle stable. A bit of odds that you've tipped earlier on in the day. Uh, race number four, and the scratchings here are three and seven. This is only a field of six. Five-finger discount is the favourite at $2.20 uh, by pins out of a... Her dam is called Stole, 
and uh, the name is Five Finger Discount. 220, number one. 360, just Malcolm, number two. Second pick, and then out to Licorice Prince at 550. It's a small but uh, tricky field. You could almost make a case for every runner. We'll go with the local, just Malcolm on top. No jump out or trial to reference, which is a shame, but prior form suggests he comes to hand quickly, and prior race day form, which is predominantly over this trip, is quite good. Five Finger Discount and Licorice Prince, they come via the same race at Hillside last start. There wasn't a lot between them. Uh, well, not as much as the market suggests here, in my opinion. And then the superintendent was a good winner last start at Wangaratta. Could certainly measure up. Even the cruiser sparks a bit of interest as well. Two, one, four, six. Race four tips. Two, one, four, six from Harry White. Race five. First leg of the main quaddy, no scratchings. The rider of five, Flying Piero, is Aaron Lynch. Six-hour Medina, 270, the favourite, ahead of four, Secretly Awesome at 360. Uh, actually, in between the two, Miss Cobb Canes at 290, the last up winner. So six, just the favourite, Harry, at the moment, 270-hour Medina. I'm quite keen uh, on Miss Gob Kane, Dan. I quite liked uh, how she won last start, and I think she can measure up and do it again. She was only third up uh, there, so... Uh, only second up there, sorry. So third up here, improvement to come. She can go forward or back. She's versatile in running. I'm not really concerned. I think she's the top weight for a reason. Secretly awesome. Has been contesting some decent benchmark 64s this prep, improving competitive. And we've seen subsequent winning form emerge from those races, which is always a good thing. Expect he leads and gives a sight. Our Medina was favourite last start. Finished well without threatening to win. She's been freshened back to the jump outs between runs. And then Mr. Z, coming off a last start win, I think could actually run a cheeky race, cheeky enough for me to put the horse into the quaddy to hopefully or maybe inject some value should we miss those shorter ones. One, four, six, two. Race five, one, four, six, and two. In the sixth event, there are no scratchings. We've got a short price favourite here, number two, Achaeus, sixty. He's been knocking on the door, but no one's been there to open it for him lately. Yeah, and that's... Look, there's plenty of merit in that. Arceus, deserving favouritism, four-second placings. I can't take a dollar sixty about a perennial place getter, even if this race is a little bit subpar. Mr Pocket appeals at a price north of $4. He resumes for a new stable. A recent jump out was solid enough to my eye, and overall form, I think, reads well enough for a modest benchmark 58. So Mr Pocket, I think... Can run a race and is more appealing than Arceus, who's in for second. Number seven, Bucks, has been solid this prep, but at the end of the day, is still a 16-start maiden. White Heath, at any old price, can run a cheeky race fresh. Goes into the quaddy at a knockout price. Four, two, seven, one. Four, Mr. Pockets, at $4.20. Arceus, as we mentioned, $1.60. And White Heath, who you mentioned, is at $31 in the outsider of the field. Harry White selections, four, two, seven, one in race number six. Race number seven, and the scratchings here are six and 11. The rider of one is uh, Ethan Brown, picks up the rider number one. Ethan, good to see him back and in good form on uh, on Friday at Yarra Valley with a treble. Bomber's Kiss, number three, is the favourite at $3.10. Uh, five is Loco at $5. Two, Vazmi at $6.50, round at the top three in race seven. I'm with Vazmi. He backed up a good jump out with a first up win and he worked early for a forward spot. So I thought toughed it out quite well. I think he will derive great benefit from the run. The extra trip will suit and he draws nicely just to work forward and put himself in the race, race a little bit easier this time around. Bomber's Kiss was good first up, beat all by a horse with race fitness and he gave that horse five kilos at the weights as well. 
Uh, slight concern for that horse if the rain does come in some sort of heavy order and we get a downgrade. Uh, Panagzama, number one with Ethan Brown on, looks over the odds, back in grade, up in trip. He ticks boxes uh, and is a bit of a price. And then Loco always runs well, just doesn't win out of turn. Two, three, one, five. Two, three, one, and five. In race number eight, the scratchings are one, four, six, 11 and 17. Rider of seven, Spirit of Equator is Thomas Stockdale. Still no rider for the one down the bottom, number 18, uh, Magnus Bellagio. The favourite, number three, Paperboy, is at $4.20. Um, what else have we got on the market here? $6, number nine, Nazrawi. Uh, 460 Kuna Magic. We had a chat with Clayton Douglas just before, and he was he was uh, bullish about uh, her improving today. Jamie Carr has the ride, so they're three of the the top picks at the moment. And what is effectively an open race, Harry? The last. Yeah, it is quite open, Dan. I'm with the open favourite, Paperboy. I've tipped and backed him many a time, and uh, we don't see eye to eye. But today could finally be the day. I think he's well placed here based on recent efforts, but that's also the problem. He doesn't win out of turn. Um, but in a tricky race, I found hard to assess. I kept leaning towards him. Nasrari, we can tie the form in with Paperboy at arm's length via a horse called 6 by 63 He comes off a nice last start win. Kuna Magic for Clayton Douglas. Uh, Jamie Carr goes there for just that one ride for the hubby. The horse had excuses first up, still ran well. Obviously, that inside draw is a little bit of a knock. And number 16, uh, Mahia, at big odds, goes into the quaddy, jumped out very nicely leading into the prep, was scratched earlier in the week in preference to this race. 3-9-14-16. And that last horse you mentioned, Mahia, $23 fixed odds. 3-9-14-16 in the last. Okay, Harry, what are your best uh, bets, plays and quaddy for sale? I'll make my best bet, Dan. Race five, number one, Miss Gob Kane. Value, uh, there's a bit about, but race two, number six, hard game on an each-way basis appeals. Quaddy, first leg, one, two, four, six. Second leg, one, two, four, seven. Third leg, one, two, three, five. Last leg, three, nine, 14, and 16. Play of the day, um, as I've mentioned, I think there's some good value in that first half of the, of the card. So... I'll play an early quaddy as well, boxing up my four selections in each race there. So first leg of the early quaddy, two, seven, eight, ten. Second leg, one, six, eight, nine. Third leg of the early quaddy, five, seven, nine, eleven. And then the last leg, one, two, four, and six. Okay, looks like there might be a bit of value in the early part of the day. Harry, thanks for joining us and good luck today. Thanks for having me, Dan.